I'm not editing that out. What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you doing today, sir? I, I just realized I sound really lazy because that's all anyone ever hears me say is I'm not editing that out. <laughs> they never actually hear the stuff I actually edit out. <laughs> We're off to a fire start on this Friday, just want to say. Tu sabes. What are we talking about, Tim? Man, we're talking about black history. It's the month. I'm excited, man. You have little well-known facts. I have a couple people I want to talk about. Since I have two, you have one, I'll start. Cool. I don't really care that I've talked about her like 10,000 times on the podcast. It needs a reminder. Harriet Tubman is awesome. (laughs) Yay, yay. So, I feel like... Every time women, like, Black History Month comes up, people only think about Harriet Tubman, like, Underground Railroad. Right. Which, to be fair, is somewhere between awesome and, like, legendary. Straight legendary. Straight legendary. (laughs) So if you didn't know about Harriet Tubman, she worked for the Underground Railroad, didn't really work for her. She She would go free slaves, go down there, and then lead them to the north or after they changed the laws to Canada. Never got caught, saved more than anyone else. She was numero uno on the Underground Railroad. Carried a gun with her, was like, there's no turning back, never got caught. She was the most wanted person in America and they never got her. But when she was like 10, 11 years old, while she was a slave herself, she went to save one uh, another slave because an overseer was throwing a massive rock at him. So just they were treating him awfully. Of course, they were slaves. So she pushed him away, got hit in the head, cracked her head open. There was no there's no hospital back then. They just drag her and leave her in a barn and go back to work. So she's just bleeding on the floor has narcolepsy for the rest of her life, has vision, so she would just be walking and pass out. Still never got caught on the Underground Railroad. And she did that to save someone. After she wasn't a slave, she did the Underground Railroad thing. And then after that, when the Civil War started, the Union hired her because she was still going down there and she was still freeing slaves. And they made her a general. She's the first woman general in America. And she was leading the slaves that she was freeing into battle. They never lost because Harriet Tubman didn't lose at anything in life. First woman general. Just imagine you're part of the Confederacy. You're fighting for slavery. You're losing slaves to this person that you've been trying to hunt for this past 10 years. And then she's beating you in battles. And then after that, she worked with Susan B. Anthony for women's rights with voting. And then after that, or during that, she started a mental health hospital in the late 1800s for black people and slaves, for, for people in need. We can't even get mental health hospitals in 2021. So yeah, this is my four minute rant on Harriet Tubman. I'm gonna do it every year, I don't care. We talk about MLK all the time, we talk about Malcolm X, it's done a lot of great things. I just feel like 
She slept on. People, <laughs> people are sleeping on Harriet Tubman, man. People were complaining online the other day about the $20 bill and all that stuff. And I'm like, yo, I just now, as a 30-year-old man, I'm 32 now, but as a 30-year-old man, I found out a bunch of facts that I didn't know about Harriet Tubman. Maybe we should all do some research. Listen to the podcast, guys. Come on, man. <laughs> but in all reality, man, everything you just talked about, we look up to so many other people and they haven't even done a third of what she's done. So shout out to Harriet Tubman once again and, and everybody tell your friends about her. That's the short version. Facts. We have a couple episodes in the past, probably on this day. <laughs> if you want to take them out, we definitely talked about her. If not, you can wait till next year or later on this year because we're going to talk about her again. Well, he says we. He beats me. Oh, JP. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just saying, like, it just, it's crazy to me I remember at my old old job, so this is two jobs ago. I don't really have a job now, Tim, now I think about it. Anyway, <laughs> so my old, old job, I was talking to one of the regulars there at the bar. He was like, why is Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill? You really think she's the greatest woman in American history? And I looked at him like, do you think, like... <laughs> Who's better? <laughs> I, it was just crazy to me. I was like, do you think the sun is a moon or something? Like, that's like the equivalent of craziness to me. Yeah, man. And I, I started it. telling him facts, and he was like, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. So I just feel like whatever little small paragraph Tubman is getting in these history books in public schools is not enough. Facts. So, yeah. That's my Harriet Tubman. I liked it. Should we do audio meditation, or should we do half of your fun facts and then do the other half on the other side? I'm down to do some fun facts. Let's do that before, because I have, I have 28. I'm not going to say all 28, because some of these I already know, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, like, for example, I knew about Black History Month began as Negro History Week. I knew that already, which I thought was pretty cool. But I also know my wife didn't know that, so I had to say that on here. <laughs> this one was pretty cool. So we all know uh, Stevie Wonder's Happy Birthday song. Happy birthday. I don't want to sing anymore. I'm terrible, bro. It was so, great. <laughs> it was great. I love it. But I, one thing I thought was really cool, um, he actually wrote that song for Dr. Martin Luther King. No clue. And, I, man, Dr. Martin Luther King is one of my heroes. So, I'm, you know, I thought that was awesome. Um, let's go. Uh, in 2008, which we all know Usain Bolt, he actually became the first, Af well, first African-American, well, no, he's not African-American, first black man <laughs> to win three gold medals and break three world records at the Olympic event. I thought that was really awesome. It's 2008. I thought this happened in the past before, to be honest with you. Um, Black Panther, their character first appeared in comics in 1966. Shout out to Marvel is the reason why I'm talking about this, because we knew what they stood for back in the day. Shout out to Stan Lee, through Savas. Shout out to Chadwick Boseman, too. Yes, sir. Black Panther himself. Um, countries like the United Kingdom and the Netherlands celebrate Black History Month in October, which we've talked about that here a couple weeks ago. I found that out recently. I thought that was awesome. Um, one of the most prominent doctors of his time, Dr. Charles Drew, created the first major blood banks, uh, blood plasma programs, and blood mobiles. Had no clue about that one, man. There's one more I want to talk about before I uh, go ahead and do this audio meditation. We all know about this, but I had a conversation with my mother and my wife today about this. Uh, the Black Panther Party launched programs such as free dental care, free breakfast, and drama classes in underserved black communities. We know this already, JP. We've talked about this. But what people don't know, they also teamed up with people like the Brown Brunettes, and there was another group in New York, and I remember, 
but they teamed up with brown communities, Hispanic communities as well, to give back in their communities. And I thought that was awesome because it's Black History Month, but we have to understand black people have been doing great things for everybody for a very long time. And that's just nine. We got more to go. So to follow it up on the Black Panthers, so they had this idea, which is should be replicated and should be in history books. They went to every business and was like, you need to give us a donation, and we're going to take this donation, we're going to make our own newspaper that's going to talk about issues going on in the community, and we're going to take that money as well, and we're going to put it into the schools. Because they recognized that their education wasn't the same as the education of suburban people, property taxes, how we do education here in America. They're like, we're going to take this, and we're going to do our own press, and we're going to teach people how to defend themselves from the police. And crime dropped, and they had their own newspapers, and they put all that money into the school, and all of a sudden everything shot up. So whenever you think of Black Panthers and violence, remember that was the government put that there, and they're the ones that gave them all the drugs and tried to take, take them down, so... Facts. <laughs> the Black Panthers did a lot of great things that aren't talked about. They originally started to do great things to help out their community. So that stigma that they and have that, is not necessarily and true. And that's a great idea. Like today, it doesn't matter if you live in a small town or a big city, walk into a business, would you like to give a dollar a month to our good cause? We're going to do, we're going to take this money and we're going to give back. You get that from 200 businesses, 400, 500, that's $500 a month. You take that money, you build something, you give back to your community. That's what they did. All the businesses did was put their put their little uh, logos on it. You know, <laughs> sponsoring will go goes a long way to this day, and that's just an amazing idea. And they took it, and it wasn't a dollar because once the businesses started giving out little money, and they saw how much good it was doing the community, and then they would have more people shopping at their stores, and there was more money going around. They start putting in more money, just positivity on top of positivity. It's like as you would like to say, do service, take that world. Before we get to our last half of this episode, we need to pause and do audio meditation where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, you often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm grateful for the youth. We talk about them all the time, but recently I've been seeing more and more people stand up for what is right, and they have been young. I'm talking about 21 and younger, 18 and younger. And these kids are not scared of their parents. They're not scared of any politician. They're not scared of anything. They know what's right. So shout out to the youth all across the world right now. You guys are really motivating and inspiring me right now because I think I'm going to do something great because of you all. Nice, Tim. Do sabes. What about you, sir? I'm grateful for do not disturb on your phone. Ha! <laughs> this is the only way I'm getting any sleep at night, and it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm just saying. I miss sleep. <laughs> Shout out to Do Not Disturb. Tim, you should start, keep going with those facts, though. Oh, man, I was actually about to. So John Mercer Langston became the first African-American lawyer in the United States when he passed the bar in 1854. He's also the great uncle of famed Harlem Renaissance poet Langston Hughes. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, this one right here, uh, Hiram Rhodes Revels became the first African-American person elected to the U.S. Senate. She served from February 1870 to March 1871. I like that one because it was a woman. Woman. But she was the first African-American person to be a U.S. Senate. A lot Ball. of people didn't realize that. A lot, I didn't know that until today, and I thought that was awesome. Here's a really cool one, too. Elijah McCoy is regarded as one of the most prominent black inventors 
ever. He's credited for inventing over 50 devices in his career, including a lubricating cup, which automatically drips oil when needed. That's what I was going to talk about after this. Really? So we just do this now. Jump into it, man. Let's go. What's your last name, Tim? My last name is McCoy. So, you ever heard the term the real McCoy? Absolutely. So, that was because of him. So, we just talked. I just talked about Harriet Tubman. The reason I want to talk about Harriet Tubman is one of the people on the Underground Railroad that used to be a slave that got saved as a young child was Elijah McCoy. Ooh. So they, this was after there was a law that passed. It was like the Refugee Slave Act, where it's like it's, if you used to be a slave in the South and you made it to the North, they could arrest you and take you back. So that's why they were going to Canada. So we went to Canada and then on the Underground Railroad, and then he was like, man, I want to be an engineer. They're like, never going to happen, black man. So then he went to work for the Michigan Central Railroad, and they're like, no, this is my man. They told him, black people can't build anything. You can't be an engineer. So they made him work in the boiler room of, as a fireman, and he was like, nothing's going to stop me from inventing. So you were talking about the oil drip cup. That was the first thing he made. He made like 70 inventions, and they were so simple that they were easy to replicate. So a lot of people would go up and like, They'd see something he invented, they'd look at it, you know, so easy to build and use that they'd be like, man, this is such a simple concept, I can't believe we hadn't thought about this, and they would go replicate it. But then when it was replicated, they usually the design wasn't as good, because he was the one that invented it. And then like, man, that's not the real McCoy, this is, this is the real McCoy over here, so any product he sold, it was like, the imitator and the real thing. We have knockoff brands today, right? Right. The real ones are considered the real McCoy. I'm loving it. Oh, man. That's why it was a thing. Shout out to Elijah McCoy. So imagine inventing something, 76 inventions that everyone needed and no one could think of, and inventing them so well that everyone would be like, wow, that's so simple to make, I can replicate it. So like the first telephones were these big, complicated pieces of machinery, and now they're like small enough to fit in your pocket. He skipped the first step and just made them simple, basically. Visionary. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Shout out to Elijah McCoy once again, the real McCoy. And so his last invention is, was a 72. In 1916, he did the graphite lubricator, which was a mixture of glassite and an oil. It became the superheater for locomotives. Yeah, but most of his inventions weren't established until after that, until after 1920. So he was just... Out there doing his thing, believing in himself. Yeah. He's out there being the real McCoy. That's awesome, man. Keep going, Tim. Man, oh, most definitely. I'm going to talk about a mathematician scientist named Benjamin Banneker. He is credited for beginning, or yeah, no, I'm sorry, designing the layout of Washington, D.C. Had no clue that was there. Um, a politician and educator, Shirley Chisholm, survived three assassination attempts during her campaign for a Democratic nomination for the United States presidency in 1972. I had no idea a, woman, a black woman ran for president in 1972. But she said she can serve as president in this country, believe it or not, and that's why I'm running. I love that quote. In 1972. As a black woman now, if you ran for president, shout out to Kamala Harris, she's going to get back blacklash for it. So I think that's awesome that she was brave enough to do that, man. Um, Xavier University, a historically black college in Louisiana, has one of the highest success rates in the country for getting their graduates into medical school. That's something I definitely wanted to talk about on here. So if anybody's listening, you can, can consider Xavier that University. Can I follow that up since we're doing black facts? Oh, facts. 
<laughs> you said faxes and like I can't, I can't follow it up. That was just Tim's way of saying I can do that. Anyway, anyway, so if you take percentage of population, like, and you break them down, like white males, white women, black women, black men, Asian women, Asian man, the per the percentage with the highest number of people with the college education is black women in America. No questions asked. It's not even close to. It's like 10 percentage points, which isn't close, but yeah. <laughs> it's not close. <laughs> I think the next closest one is actually really close, but it's homosexual men are really high, too. Shout out to homosexual men, too. Everybody needs to be educated. Do your thing. So, yeah. And next time you hear that awful stereotype that black women are loud and ignorant, literally, statistically not true. <laughs> That's a personal opinion. Too bad is wrong. <laughs> Anyway, go Tim. Man, uh, Aretha Franklin, which I thought was awesome too, she is not only the first African-American woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but the first woman, period. So shout out to Aretha Franklin. Um, let's go and skip. Oh, Nat King Cole was the first African-American to reach number one on the Billboard charts and first African-American to host his own television show. We'll, we'll see your things from Nat King Cole. You know I can't do that, man. Okay. Oh, I'm not butchering anybody's music a, anymore. It was worth an attempt. Man, and then I got one right here that we all need to talk about. In 1921, an entire city in Oklahoma was burned to the ground due to racial disturbance and retaliation. This was the Tulsa Race Riot. And the reason why I'm talking about it now is because have you seen what's going on? What, uh, what's his name? Steven from UCO? Steve, I cannot remember his last name to save my life. Stevie Johnson? Yeah, Stevie Johnson, <laughs> wow. Man, they're doing their thing, educating people about the Tulsa race riots, man. They're creating music, documentaries, and they're also just free information online like crazy. I thought it was amazing. So, to back up what Tim's talking about, because a lot of people are probably like, who? So we did an interview with Stevie, Dr. Stevie Johnson, also called Dr. View, because his DJ name is DJ View. Two years ago at this point, pre-COVID, <laughs> wow, well, it was pre-COVID. Yeah, we were still recording in a different place, but um, so Stevie went to the University of Oklahoma, got his master's at UCO, and started the Black BMI Black Male Initiative. So they would take kids in the inner city here in Oklahoma City, bring them up there, and show them like, this is college. This is what you need. This is what you need to do to get here. This is how you. Just giving them an avenue, because whenever I was, we were in school at Oklahoma City Public Schools, they basically told us we weren't going to make it. I didn't even know you had to apply for college until my mom told me. She was like, yeah, go up to community college and apply. And I was like, I got to apply for college? <laughs> Actually, I think your sister told me at work. Tim has a twin sister. And she was like, I was like, wait, you have to apply for college? And then she was like, yeah, you haven't applied yet? Like, I had no idea. It shows you, man. It shows you how much we knew. So Stevie, they get all these kids up. They dress them up in suits. They get, take them to the University of Central Oklahoma. They help them out. They give them a mentor. Awesome program. He also start. He also did the first ever, because he's a doctor now, his doctorate was a rap album talking about black issues in the black community, which is pretty awesome. And now he's in Tulsa making music, spreading awareness, talking about the Tulsa spreading, talking about the Tulsa race riots and helping the communities up there. 
We need to have Stevie back on. I know. You saying all that, it's like, yo, we have to update everybody on what's going on because I wanted to finish on the Tulsa race rides because I am so inspired with everything that he, this man's posting. I have friends that I didn't even know knew Stevie, are sharing his stuff, are posting his stuff, and are going to his events that he's throwing in Tulsa. I just thought it was amazing. Yeah. Man's out here making a difference. Through Savas. Yeah, dude, just, my man's crushing it out there. Just a lot of hard... It's really hard right now to get to Tulsa. It's hard to... COVID has messed up a lot of things. We're all rolling with the punches, and hopefully everything gets better soon. But this is a very long episode, Tim. Oh, snap. We're still going. <laughs> it's okay, though. We're glad people stuck with it. Shout out to Black History Month. We will be back on Monday with some inspirational stories. Tim, do you have a quote? No, sir. I wanted to hit you with, what is your favorite Martin Luther King quote? Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Also, you're not going to warn me about that. Dude, Martin Luther King and quotes from you? Boom, boom. It's going to happen. Yeah, but that's the only one I know off the top of my head. And that's the one I wanted, bro. (laughs) Fair enough. We'll be back on Monday. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon if you subscribe you get a bonus positive news episode every single week and we take all of our patreon money and our sponsorship money and we donate every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month and whoever the patreon tells us to donate to that's exactly where we donate to we're out stay positive